0: time for the bay area's favorite quiz show minds over matter with your host dana rodriguez and joining him tonight will be technical editor Kara pace and music critic from the san francisco chronicle joshua cosman And it's got to be our moderator, the man, Mr. Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Damien, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a uh, lovely weekend, and we also hope you can spare us an hour of your very valuable time tonight, because Minds Over Matter is, was, and always will be, an audience participation quiz program. So, of course, we are asking for your participation out there. So all you have to do is give us a call. We have two different numbers, and they are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free. Yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866- Seven nine eight eight two five five. We are having a little difficulty with um, with getting uh, Kira and Josh on Zoom-wise, So we, I think, are resorting to putting them on two of the phone lines. Uh, so that means we have a couple less, fewer phone lines, I should say, for people to call in. But so I'm just uh, suggesting you call in as quickly as possible if if you can if you have a question or answer for us. Of course, we don't like to leave anybody behind, Uh, so please uh, call as soon as you can if you have a question, especially a long one, that you would like to uh, give us on air. So again, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And let's see, I also want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Uh so again that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R one. That is the numeral one. So that is Over matter one at gmail.com. So just to remind you uh that there is a live feed going on as we speak, and that is at uh K A L W dot And of course the podcast should be up. Uh, at KALW reasonably soon after our show tonight, and it also should be up at all the other places that carry our wonderful podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. So uh, all that being said, uh, we will start with a round of introductions, and here is the first. Kira Pace has mad FOMO. I'm sorry. I have to apologize for my ignorance, but I have no idea what that means. Are you there, Kira? Oh, well, no shall I vamp? All right here are you? okay all right well we'll forget the we'll forget the introductions for now and I will give you a couple of questions until everything is resolved technically okay all right so here we go um, first question all right who would okay? Uh, Josh, we'll forget the introductions. We'll just move along with the with the show here. And since you are on, um, I will give you a chance to go ahead. Oh, we're just starting with questions. Yeah, I guess so. Because uh, we're we got a little uh, had a little problem uh, technically, as you well know. So I'll just I let you I'll let you go ahead with your first question.
1: Okay, can you so you can hear me? All right, here we go. I there are sixteen. Pulitzer prize winning novelists whose last names are uncapitalized entries in Merriam-Webster's collegiate dictionary. For example, Caroline Miller. You know Caroline Miller, she won the Pulitzer Prize in 1934 for her novel Lamb in His Bosom. <laughs> but the other fifth and and Miller is a lowercase noun, so she would be one of the list but the one you've never heard of. So I'm spotting you Caroline Miller as an example and asking for as many as you can of the other 15. These are Pulitzer Prize-winning novelists with a last name that is a common, uncapitalized word in the collegiate dictionary.
0: Well, obviously we're going back to the 30s because you just gave uh, Caroline Miller. But how, how far back do we go? Down? All the way, baby. All the way,
1: huh? Yeah, If Tarkington, if Tarkington were a, a common noun you know um then that would be on the list but it isn't so it isn't
0: okay this is something that has to be thought about a little bit but uh, all right yeah, you, some of them the are famous
2: question.
0: what's that kira Action.
2: what's the question
0: <laughs> kira's here yeah go ahead and repeat the question for everybody sure there are
1: kira you can you hear me yeah there are i can barely hear you though that's the problem um, there are 16 Pulitzer Prize-winning novelists with last names that are uncapitalized entries in the Merriam-Webster Collegiate Dictionary. For example, Caroline Miller, who won in 1934 for her deathless novel Lamb in His Bosom, um, it would be on the list because Miller, with a lowercase m, is a dictionary entry. And there are 15 others that you actually have heard of. Um, uh, how many can you name?
0: Kira, can you hear?
2: Yeah. Uh, currently, I can name zero. All right. the, the silence okay. was the number I could name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right.
0: That's fine. We can think about it a little bit here and let yeah. the audience yep. guess, too. And, uh, Kira, since you are now online, you go ahead, too.
2: All right. Um, well, I'll go with my quick question first, My uh, just my one-off question, and it is this. A one-act play by David Ives from 1994 involves what title character buying a loaf of bread? The majority of the play involves the repeated rhythmic delivery of variations of 36 words initially delivered in eight lines. So again, a one-act play by David Ives from 1994 involves what title character buying a loaf of bread?
1: I know this play, I know this title, and I can't play it. I think it's Philip Glass, isn't it?
2: It is. Philip Glass buys a loaf of bread. There we go. Hmm. It's just the same words repeated over and over in different orders, rhythmically. At some point, hmm. Philip Glass is a loaf of bread. So, But, yes, that that was my music question.
0: Right. I liked it. <laughs> good, good. Uh, do you have another question here?
2: Okay, yes, I do. Uh, here's my list question. Uh, I'm going to give you some examples of bad writing. I want you to tell me the author. So I'll give you some titles of things that are notoriously poorly written. You tell me the author, and I've got seven of them, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: The first uh, is a gimme. The line, it was a dark and stormy night.
0: That's that's Bulwar lit.
2: It is Bulwer-Lytton. I'll get through the rest of the uh, list, and then I'll give you each uh, one and leave the rest to the audience. But, yes, that first one is Bulwer-Lytton. Okay, so the ones we have left. uh, A novel that is called The Lair of the White Worm. The Lair, L-A-I-R, of the White Worm. The next is a novel called Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff. Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff. The next is the script to the movie Showgirls. I want to know who wrote the Showgirls script. Next is the script for a movie called Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens, V-I-X-E-N-S, who wrote that script. Uh, Next is a novel called List of the Lost list l-i-s-t of the lost l-o-s-t and uh gonna finish it off with a poem called the tay bridge disaster t-a-y b-r-i-d-g-e disaster so quickly a novel called the Lair of the light white worm a novel called bob honey who just do stuff the showgirl script a script for beneath the valley of the ultra vixens a novel called List of the Lost, and a poem called The Tay Bridge Disaster, all terrible, terrible pieces of writing. Who wrote them?
0: Well, Lair of the White Worm, isn't that a story by Bram Stoker?
2: It is. Yes, it is a notoriously terrible uh, horror novel by Bram Stoker. They made it into
0: a reasonably entertaining movie. Uh, I'm trying to think who, um, gosh, uh, Ken Russell. I uh, made a movie out of that uh, Anyway, I'm sorry And then um, the, What was uh, I, I had another one uh, Of course, I forgot what it was now um, Well, take your turn
2: Yeah, go ahead
1: um, I'll, I'll say Bob Honey, Who Do Stuff Is the novel written by Mr. Sean Penn
2: I knew you were going to take that one, Josh I did uh, That yeah. is correct Sean Penn, who wrote the notoriously terrible Bob Honey, Who Just Do Stuff <laughs>
0: And, I'm sorry, could you give the rest of that one, one once more? Sure.
2: I uh, uh, looking for the person who wrote the script uh, to Showgirls. Uh, the one I think you want, uh, the Dana, Ultra is the person who wrote the script for Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. That's,
0: the, that's Roger Ebert,
2: isn't it? Yeah, well, it's the team of Roger Ebert and...
0: Gene Siskel? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know the other Russ the person. Russ Meyer. Oh, is directed it Russ Meyer? It?
2: Okay. Russ I don't Meyer, know. I'm I'm that. Roger I'm Heard guessing. and Russ Meyer I'm co-wrote guessing. Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixen." So what that leaves left or leaves for the audience is the script of Showgirls, a novel called The List of the Lost, and a poem called The Tay Bridge Disaster. All
1: right. The, show, the Showgirls script is written by that guy who I can picture his name, and his name is... Something like Joe Eskenazi, except Joe Eskenazi is a very good local author. No, it's, uh,
0: you're, you're right about Joe, but uh, it's Esther House, isn't it? Esterhaus,
2: yes, is there correct. we go. There Joe Esterhaus wrote the showgirl script. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, okay, we'll leave the rest of that out. And um, I had a question, Josh, I want to go back to your question just for a yep. second. Um, I have a guess. If I recall last year, Colson Whitehead won. Yes. So is is that, I could not is that find a teenage? Whitehead. Is that that's the, the curse of teenagers everywhere? The whitehead and uh, but that's oh not. Gosh, that's you know not. What?
1: I, I I actually now that you say that I didn't look it up. It might be. I was thinking, yeah, I, I thought about blackhead and I I didn't. I didn't think whitehead was really a word. But I'm going to look it up right now and see if we give you a bell for that. Okay. Um, white. Uh, white hole, white heat, white head. Yes, white head is a small whitish lump in the skin. I beg your pardon. All right. Well, that's one more for the list, and you get a bell. All
0: right. Thank you very much.
1: I missed that one. Thank you.
0: And... Hmm.
2: Oh, I'll uh, say real quick, Josh, we have a message to you. Go back to Zoom, so...
0: Oh, yes. You can go back to Zoom now. Uh, uh, before you go, it, a, if I recall, Pearl Buck won the Pulitzer, so is that that count? That is
1: correct. Pearl right. S Buck. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Should I I'm going to hang up and uh
0: Can we do, can they do that? Um hang up and then Okay. All right. Go ahead. All night. right. You're right. And you're listening to Minds of Matter. We're here every Sunday at seven PM. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but I think we got them figured out now. Uh we're going to get to your calls uh, just in a second. Uh, I just want to make sure everybody is back online. Uh, you are listening to us on 91.7 FM, your local public radio station. That would be KALW. My name is Dana Rodriguez. And on the panel tonight, we have Kira Pace, technical editor, and Joshua Cosman, the music critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. The two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134. We're toll free. Okay, Josh and Kira, are you back up there? Everybody okay? Oh, all right. Okay, all right. Well, in the meantime, can we take a call? All right, let's do that. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter.
3: Hello. Hi. You know, it's a great time of year, and I didn't know where I'd begin, but you told me where to begin because you started by talking about a loaf of bread. And you reminded me of... uh, so why don't I start with the pagan holiday that begins August, beginning of August. I know I mentioned that to you when I first started calling here. Do you know what it is? Uh, the pagan holiday that begins Yeah, August. it's halfway between the summer solstice and the vernal equinox. Hmm. I'll tell you what it is. It's called Lofmas, Lomas, hmm. the first harvest. August 1st. And uh, the, the one that uh, the, uh, six months earlier is what we call Groundhog Day. Do you know what that's called? That is Candlemas. bulk, You're right. You're right. It's also called bulk, <coughs> Right. Candlemas. And where are we now? This is halfway between the vernal equinox and the summer solstice. Where are we now? Uh, It's called it's called May Day, but it also has a a Wiccan pagan word. Do you know what it is? I do not, Josh. It's called Beltane. B e l t a n e, Mm. and and this is the uh, the beginning of the summer celebrated in Ireland. Beltane. Uh, and I, I but th- and this is so closely related to we were talking about like Arbor Day. I may as well mention that. So Arbor Day, as a general, like when it's done nationally, it's like uh, the last Friday of April. But in fact, since it since it's uh, the day that you plant a tree, it really varies depending on what latitude you're in. For instance, in Vermont and Maine, it's not till early May. Did you know that? Uh, I know in Florida it's in February because that's when I
4: always had oh, to uh, recite it maybe it Joyce Kilmer. It be in January.
3: And you're right. February is like Georgia. It, and so, okay, but so here's your question. I'll, yes. I'll
5: kick right.
3: this over to California. Right. What is Arbor Day in California? Although you've April. got a huge somewhere in April you've got a right? huge Arbor Day's
0: date. in the fall, isn't it? No. Is it? I thought it was no. In,
6: no I thought it was April, something like April ish here.
3: Oh. Okay. Well maybe you're right. Yeah. It's uh you've got such a huge state, it doesn't compare to anything as far as the latitude. I mean, it would cross into different time zones if you turned it east west. So so actually it's hard for you to have an Arbor Day. Because what grows in the north has none, is very different from the south, so the best day to plant a tree would be different in San Diego as opposed to. All right. Uh, yes. So, but but you do have an Arbor Day, which was named after somebody. Here's your question: Who was it named after?
0: All right. Um, are you referring to the actual word "arbor"?
3: It's say- Arbor Day, and it was named for a famous horticulturalist. So, just like John Muir, or something like that, yeah, or kind of like that, but go for this guy. This guy, he lived in California. He invented the boysenberry, or he crossbred it.
0: Oh, the boysenberry! I thought it was invented. No, that's Loganberry. I'm sorry.
3: I'm so. Yeah, well, that. probably that too. He crossbred and created many things.
0: All right. Well, we we don't know, so we can leave it out if you
3: like. Well, uh, his birthday, I mean, his birthday is what's specified as Arbor Day in California. So, yeah, why don't you have someone look it up? It'll be very obvious once they say, oh, yeah, you know, he's a California native.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Sure thing. Um, All right. Uh, Josh, I want to refer back to your question again. Um. Are you there?
1: Yes, here okay. I am. I was muting so I could have a sneeze.
0: I bed. was thinking back uh, that there was a a novel which I've never read, but I mm-hmm. know it won the Pulitzer Prize because Betty Davis made a movie mm-hmm. out of it called In That's This right. Our Life, and it was written by a woman named Ellen Glasgow, spelled the same way as the city. Does that does that count? No, because I'm
1: I'm looking for words that are uncapitalized. All right. Okay. So a lot of proper names might be in the dictionary for for various reference, but the the the, the trick of this game is to find words that are uncapitalized words. So uh, I'm going does, to rule that one out of order.
0: Does Robert Penn Warren count?
1: Yes, he does. All right. Absolutely. All right. Okay.
0: There's one. All right, and let me do a couple questions here. Um, okay, I have a difficult. What I think is a difficult president's question well it's really a word question but uh, what two presidents uh, with what two presidents name can you names I should say can you create a word using the first letter from their first, middle and last names There are only two presidents that I could find in which you can create a word using the first letter of their first name, the first letter of their middle name and the first letter of their last name.
6: So presidents whose initials spell a word.
0: Exactly. Thank Got you it. for your concise a three-letter version of that. Yeah. Yes. So there are two that I could find. Uh mm. and they are both uh can be used as verbs and nouns. Mm. So, if that helps. All right. All right. Do you
6: know what Joe Biden's middle name is?
0: Uh Robinette. Robinette. Okay. Obviously, there has to be a there has to be oh, a vowel. Probably a vowel. There. Well,
6: yes. yes. So, it, which is well, why I unless... asked because it was it was so promising with the J at one end and the B at the other. I was kind of <laughs> hoping for an Oscar, but no. uh, Robinette nope. instead. All right.
0: All right. So once more, there are two presidents that I could find uh, in which you can create a word using the first letter of their first name, the first letter of their second name, and the first letter of their third name. So you can create a three-letter word. So um, let see if you can figure that out. Now, I have another ge- – I have a geography question, um, which is really a word question. Please forgive me if this has been asked. and Just tell me and then I'll drop it. Uh, I could find six countries – and I'm trying – I mean I'm using the caveat. I could find uh, six countries whose capitals share no letters with the country's mm. names. Has this come up before? No,
1: maybe, but we can't remember. It's okay. always fun for another go-round. All
0: right. So I could find, and I, I'm open if there's if there's more, uh mm-hmm. but I could find six countries whose capitals share no letters with their countries' names.
1: Well, Cairo, Egypt. That is very good.
0: Yeah. And you got it before he did. So very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I
6: don't know. I just Lima, got, Peru. No, yeah, Lima, Peru. Yes, very good, yeah, Kira. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, all
0: right. You both got one. I'll leave. I'll let the last out just for now, and I'll come back to you later if you got another one. Okay. So, six countries <laughs> whose capital share no letters with the country's names. Uh, so far, um, Josh came up with Cairo, Egypt, and Kira came up with Lima, Peru. There are uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I guess there were seven. I'm sorry. Seven countries. Uh, five left. And, uh, again, the first question was, what two presidents – with what two presidents' names can you create a three-letter word using the first letter from their first name, the first letter from their middle name, and the first letter from their last name? Okay. And can I just – Yeah, go ahead.
1: ask you about this, I mean – This is just sort of a guessy thing, but how likely is it, do you think, that we know these people's middle names? Like, you know, I was thinking if Franklin Pierce's middle name was Oscar, then that would be fine. But I don't know Franklin Pierce's middle name. Well,
0: for the most part, I will give you a slight hint on this. For the most part, you can eliminate at least the first part, with one exception, the first part of the 19th century, because middle names did not become common until later on in the 19th century. Oh, so you're working from you know, uh, I mean, the the exception is John Quincy Adams, but other than that, right. there aren't a lot of presidents with middle names for quite a while.
1: They don't have any middle names at all.
0: No, no.
1: Oh, I didn't. I you didn't were you that.
0: were a junior or something like that under yeah. your name, but not not really a middle name. Um, Interesting. Okay. So, you're sort of working post-Civil War now. Okay. um, Oh, like James Abram Garfield. Yes, James Abram Garfield. Is he the earliest? uh, And uh, no, he's not the earliest, actually. Uh, So, that is, uh, word is what? Jag. Very good. Okay.
6: Do we know if Abraham Lincoln has a middle name?
0: Uh, He does not. Okay. Okay. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds of a Matter.
7: It's Bubba Frisco Dave. Hi. Hi. Um, I want to try some of the perlitzer authors yes. with go ahead. last names that are uncapitalized dictionary words.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Do you
7: accept plurals? Because plurals yes. usually aren't keyword entries in Yes,
1: kind of I, I'm accepting plurals. Sorry if I didn't make that clear. How
7: about powers?
1: Yes, Richard Ooh. Powers is certainly on that list. Well done, good.
8: How about Brooks? Yep.
1: Good. Gerald Geraldine Geraldine, Geraldine Brooks, Brooks, exactly. Yeah.
8: How about Shields?
1: Yes, Carol Shields, The Stone Diaries. Good.
7: How many you want?
1: How <laughs> many you got? A lot. Oh, we'll give a couple more.
8: Uh, how about Ford?
1: Yes, Richard Ford is one for sure. Good.
8: Walker?
1: Yep, Alice Walker for the color purple. All right. all right, That was well done. That was impressive.
7: Well, there, there's one other that I'm not sure it's a dictionary word. Uh, oh, it is, a it, is word, but, it is, though. It is, though. I put it
1: on my list.
7: <laughs> How about Jones?
1: Yep, Edward Jones. That is not even the one I thought you were going to say, but uh, that's on there, too. <laughs>
7: Okay, great. Have a good evening.
1: Thank you. Thanks,
0: Dave. Take how, care. How about Herman Woke with our woke culture? <laughs> <laughs> I, did he win a Pulitzer? He did for the Cane Mutiny. Yeah. Oh,
6: all right. What about Saul Bellow?
0: Yes. Oh, Saul good. Bello hey. for sure.
6: Yeah. Yay. That's my one.
0: Uh, all right. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds of Matter.
9: Good evening, Dana. It's Megan in San Francisco. Hi, Megan. I have a couple guesses on the outstanding questions for the president initials that you can spell words out of. Mm-hmm. Barack Hussein Obama. How about Hob?
0: Hmm. Is that a word? Wait a minute.
1: Well, Hob is a word, but I think she was Dana was looking for them in order.
0: Yeah, it has to be.
9: Oh, they have to be in order. Yeah,
0: they have to be in order. Yeah, clear. Right.
9: Okay. Never mind. Maybe. I, yeah. Um, you're, I think
0: you're right. I didn't make that clear, so I apologize.
9: Okay. Um on the capital city, world capital cities that did not share any letters with the country, yes. um, Rome, Italy.
0: Very good. Good. Ooh, nice. Good job on that.
9: And Moscow, Russia.
0: Mm, no. I thought that. They, it has they both mess. have S's. Yeah. Yeah, no.
9: Oh, how did I miss that? Oh,
6: obviously. Okay.
0: Never mind. But you got wrong. Um, that was very good.
9: I got distracted by all the o's. <laughs> it's the,
6: it's because according to IPA they would be spelled differently because Russia has the sh and not the s. But oh so right, see that's what I was going that's, for. That's probably what did it.
9: <laughs> um, and I have a I have a progressive question for you guys, and we'll move through it quickly because I think you're going to get it pretty easily. So yesterday, um, two annual events happened that many people. Look forward to. Oh, let's see if you could name those two.
6: Mayday?
0: Well,
6: right. well
9: not Mayday. One's a sporting event. I'll give you that. Oh, the Kentucky, oh Kentucky Derby. Derby. Kentucky yeah. Derby.
0: Yeah.
9: Yep, the fastest two minutes in sports. So that's one. Right. And the other one is um, decidedly non sports, but certainly has uh, followers with an amount of deal that you may expect.
0: Hmm non-sports, and it traditionally takes place on May 1st, correct?
9: Well, it's not necessarily May 1st, but it's an annual event uh, sometime around this year. I don't actually know if there's a prescribed date being the first Saturday in May or whatnot, but it's about
6: this time. And it took place this year?
9: Yes, and every year since 1965.
6: Okay, so it's not like a beta breakers type thing. It's...
0: He said it was non-athletic, right?
9: Well, non-athletic, nope. Um Is there any physical activity
0: involved at all, at all in this?
9: Um sitting in a conference room or uh sitting. Yep, not athletic at all. Oh.
6: Mentally challenging maybe, but oh.
0: but not athletic.
6: I mean, crossword tournament was last week. It wasn't yesterday. Um
0: Right. Is this a contest a lot of people do this? Or is this a contest, I should say?
6: It's not a contest.
0: Okay, not a contest. All right.
6: But it's competitive? It's competitive without being a contest.
0: Well, competitive in a
9: maybe a longer term viewpoint. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a hint. It is called the Woodstock or Capitalist. Oh,
1: is that Davos?
9: No, Davos is, I think is usually earlier
6: in the spring.
1: Yeah. And
6: Oh, is this okay. the Warren Buffett? Whatever the oh, this, yeah, his report
0: to
9: is, the
6: shareholders. It is the Berkshire Hathaway
9: annual meeting. Yes. All
0: right, okay. All right. Um,
9: and so what was unique about this year's Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting?
0: He refused to do something, I, I, and I saw it in the Times. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Uh, he re, he didn't do something for the first time. Um. Something something to do with earnings, or was it report on earnings? Anyway, I'm sorry. I, that's all. That's, I can't go any further than that. I don't recall.
9: <laughs> okay, well, I, that's not the one I had on my list. So all right, I'll give you. um I'll give you a hint. So Buffett is from Ohio, and the meeting is uh, since 1972 has been held in. I'm sorry, not Ohio. No, it's from o- Nebraska. It's been in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, yes. Yeah, Yes. So this year it was actually held in Los Angeles for the first time since 1972. Uh, because that is the home of his, uh, the Berkshire Hathaway vice chair and Buffett confidant uh, Charlie Munger, who is, uh, I think he's about 97 and lives down there, so he couldn't make the uh, the previous meeting. Mm. So it was the first time in, in nearly five decades that it hadn't been held in Omaha. Um, and then drilling into uh, Los Angeles, so another um, uh, Los Angelino, I guess is what you call them, Billionaire uh, passed away this week, and do you know who that was?
1: Eli Brode.
9: It was, in fact, Eli Brode. Oh, so time. Eli was um, uh, very invested in the Los Angeles community, and one of his goals was to make it one of the world's preeminent cultural capitals, which he did by building his um, own art museum, The Broad, to house his collection of contemporary art um, in downtown L.A., so that was a notable. That's a very notable building in Los Angeles. Um, and but but what besides some interesting architecture like the Broad and the Walt Disney Concert Hall, which don't actually fall into the sky into the skyscraper category, what makes LA's skyscraper skyline distinct? Hmm.
0: Mm. What makes it distinct? Um, Smog. Yeah, <laughs> does it anything to do with a that?
6: non-environmental factor?
0: The height yeah. Of, of yeah, anything?
6: height of buildings.
9: Um, you're on the right track. It's, it's a very optional. compact
0: uh, set of uh, skyscrapers. Are all in exactly I mean within they're very close together in L.A. That it's there's very uh, like a little space where all the skyscrapers are together. Um, um, but I don't I don't know. Is it is because zoning or anything like that?
9: Uh, it was the result of a city ordinance. Think more about, um, you know, in San Francisco, we have the... You, do you mean uh, like
6: height restrictions?
9: Salesforce Tower, which is kind of like gir- gherkin-shaped. We have the Transamerica Building, which is a pyramid.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, are you
6: just talking about shapes? Like, I mean, not yes. the Tower's there. <laughs> yeah. What is that? If it's a Radisson or a Hyatt or some some hotel. Yeah,
0: some you better hard. tell us. Uh, okay,
9: so the the distinction is most of the skyscrapers in Los Angeles have flat roofs, which is a result of a 1974 city ordinance that mandated that um, all skyscrapers, I think, over 75 feet, all buildings over 75 feet. Have a flat roof to allow for a helipad landing. Um, in response to a devastating fire that happened in Sao Paulo, oh, okay. and right. they must they mandated that everything had a flat roof. So right. that rule was actually overturned in 2014, and now they you're allowed to have a more interesting um, uh, building profile if you have other certain safety measures
0: in order. All right. Well, thank you very much, Megan. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. All right, and you are listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at seven PM. Hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, the panel tonight that would be uh, Kira Pace, technical editor, uh, Joshua Cosma from the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm your moderator. I am your moderator Dana Rodriguez, and you are listening to us on ninety one point seven FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. The two uh, phone numbers to reach us here area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Let's re- quickly repeat any questions that are out there, Akira. I'll start with you.
6: Uh, I gave you some examples of bad writing, and I just want to know the writers. Uh, and the ones we have left are a a novel called "List of the Lost" and a poem called "The Tay Bridge Disaster." That's it.
0: Okay, I've got a
1: list of gosh. Pulitzer Prize winning novelists whose last names are uncapitalized entries in Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary. So far, we got Caroline Miller, Colson Whitehead, Saul Bellow, Geraldine Brooks, Pearl Buck, Richard Ford, Edward Jones, Richard Powers, Carol Shields, Alice Walker, Robert Penn Warren. But there are one, two, three, four, five, six left, most of which are quite well known.
0: How about about Catherine Ann Porter?
1: Yes, well done. All right, good. Now there's only five. All
0: right, okay. Uh, all right. And uh, I have a list of six countries that I could find, if you have another one, that's or seven countries, I should say. Uh, if you have another one, let me know. Uh, seven countries that I could find that whose capitals share no letters with the country's names. So far we have Egypt, which is Cairo, Italy, Rome, and Peru, uh, Lima. Uh, we still have a few left, so let me get, uh, why don't you guess on that? And um, I found two presidents' names. Uh, in which you can create a word, a three-letter word, obviously, using the first letter from their first name, first letter from their middle name, and the first letter from their last name. Um, and in order. In order, yes. Thank you. And uh, no, not FDR. And uh, so far, we have James Abram Garfield, and that, of course, is uh, JAG. And there's one other left. So, that out. And let's let's see. Kiro, actually, why don't you go ahead? Do you have a question?
6: Okay. Well, uh, you've heard of Hollywood and presumably you've heard of Bollywood. What I would like to know, uh where are these three places? Uh Nollywood, Swahiliwood, and Yollywood. They're all film centers somewhere, uh three different places. Nollywood, Swahiliwood, and Yollywood.
0: Hmm. Is one Nigeria? Yes,
6: you care to yeah, Nollywood, that is correct. Nollywood is Nigeria. All right. Okay. Film center of Nigeria. So Swahiliwood and Yollywood.
0: Well, Swahiliwood does sort of imply that's that maybe it's I don't know, South Africa?
6: It is not South Africa. South Africa,
0: okay.
1: All right. And is Yollywood, is that like Atlanta or
2: something?
6: It absolutely is. It is okay. Atlanta.
1: <laughs> good. All right, good. Uh, and Swahiliwood, I don't know where Swahili I mean, is spoken. Uh, it is
6: where Swahili is the primary yeah. language, so as suspected.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that,
0: I don't know. Is that embarrassing not to know? No, not really. Is it? Uh, Eswatini mm. It is
6: not Eswatini
1: <laughs> No, I think it's I, I want to say Kenya
6: It's not
0: Kenya Alright, don't know Alright, and let's go to a call Hi, you're on Minds Every Matter
7: Hey, good evening, it's Bill and El Cerrito Hi Bill um, Let's see, a couple of answers first um, For the Pulitzer Prize winners How about Donna Tart? You know, almost.
1: She spells her name with, with two T's at the end. It's T-A-R-T-T, mm-hmm. so I, didn't, I docked her for that and also for uh. writing a, a crappy book, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, didn't, I don't include her on the list. Sorry.
7: Okay, fair enough. Um, let's see. Uh, Dana, for your countries yes. uh, with the capital letters and countries not sharing a name. How about Tokyo?
0: Excellent. Tokyo, Japan. Very good. Uh, yeah. Good job.
7: Okay, here's a question. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the origin of the term Skid Row? Hmm. Well,
0: hmm. Well, I mean, when you say Skid Row, is it that sort of implies that they're skidding down in society to the bottom? Is that kind of. Isn't
1: it? I thought it was actually originally a, a particular place in a particular city that had well, a you name could, you could kind of like right that. About that. Yes, you know. Well,
7: like no, it, it wasn't a particular place in a oh, particular city.
1: No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Bowery, <laughs> which is a, a particular place that then comes to mean, you know, a sort of a, 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 a yeah. All right, never mind. Skid Row.
0: Um. So, okay. Am I on the right track, or is that just not uh really a part of the answer?
7: Well, okay. So um, we're talking about something that refers now, you know, to something that's sort of hit bottom, right? Right. Okay. So, but where did that where did that originate?
0: Oh. Mm.
7: And what was it called originally?
6: Ooh. Is it Los Angeles related?
7: It is not. Okay. How about New York? Uh, no, I'll give. I'll give you a quick hint. Uh, think okay. Pacific Northwest.
0: Oh, right. So Seattle. Seattle. Right.
7: Okay. And now, what's the what's the origin huh. itself?
6: Sk- I mean, is this like a Skagit word? Is it something that's like actually? you know like a gadget a thing that's since been you know
0: oh. Seattle was a like a big shipping and oh. lumber town uh anything to do with shanghaiing uh, people no
7: no no you're getting yourself off track okay with that
0: one. all right stick uh,
7: with what stick with what you just said though shipping
0: shipping and and lumber
7: yeah yeah yeah
0: um Lumber skid. Um, no, I, I, I might be able to work it out. Give it another hour, but I probably <laughs> don't have the time.
7: Okay, um, so it was originally called Skid Road. These were the channels that the logs were sent down, either by you know by being pulled by a horse or by um, elevation, and town. You know, lumber towns, small lumber towns, grew up along these skid roads, um, which were, you know, comprised of working class folks. And ultimately, um, it lost the road and it became to be called Skid Row, where, um, you know, things were where you might wind up um, at the bottom.
0: Hmm. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. All right, and let's see, uh, Josh. I mm-hmm. believe if you have a reasonably short question, let's...
6: before he asks, I want to say Montevideo, Uruguay.
0: Very good, Kira. I'm glad. You wow. It. Holy Montevideo. Chow. Yes, that was hard to believe when I when I found that. But uh, but I yes. wrote
6: both words down because I'm like, no way.
0: Yeah. But as it, it turns it, out, it is surprising. Way. Montevideo. Wow. Uruguay. Very good. The That's sharing, amazing. No letters at all each other. Anyway. Oh, very good. Um, right. uh, where was it? Oh, yes, Josh. Uh, so you have right. a reasonably short question. Reasonably
1: short. I've, okay. I've, I've kicked out the long one, but I'll give you... A, this is kind of a medium one. We had a question in Learned League uh, a few weeks ago about movies uh, movies with U.S. states in their titles, which prompted me to scour the list of movies that have been nominated for Best Picture Oscar. And there are four of them that have you the names of U.S. states in their titles. These are movies that have been uh, nominated for Best Picture. None of them won. Um, But they all, four of them, have the name of a U.S. state in their title. The rules for this is these are referencing the state in question. So not Mr. Smith Goes to Washington because that's about the city, not Gangs of New York because that's about the city. These are four movies that reference U.S. states in their titles. And... And a follow-up question: One Oscar-nominated movie has a U.S. state capital in its title, not Lincoln. Um, What is that? And is it not
0: is are they referencing the state capital? Yep. Okay. Yep. Sorry.
6: Real quick, you said not Lincoln, but Nebraska, I believe, is an answer right?
1: Nebraska is an answer for the first question, correct? Yes. Very
0: good. Is well ca- done. Is California Sweet an answer for the first
6: question? It is not.
1: California oh. Sweet was a wonderful movie that did not get nominated for Best
0: Picture.
6: Okay, what about uh, My Own Private Idaho? Did that get nominated? No, it did not. Okay.
0: Huh. That's probably fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, not... Paris, Texas? That's good. No. Not New okay. York, New York, I would imagine. No. Okay.
6: And I feel like there should be something with New York in the title. New York stories, probably not, but
1: definitely yeah. not. Uh, I'll save you some. So, some...
6: what about Senecte? <laughs> I'll
1: save you some. I'll save you some searching. None of them have New York in them.
6: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. All right. Not raising Arizona. No. Cool. Okay. All right. Leave that out. All right. And oh, oh,
6: well, Fargo.
1: No, that's a city.
6: Oh, right. It's not the capital. Duh. Okay. Don't capital. mind me.
1: We don't mind you at all.
6: Oh, yeah. Uh... Sorry. But you said one capital. Well, oh, sorry. One capital. capital city. But yeah. yes,
1: not Fargo.
0: How about... Um, no, this is to back to your first question, which yeah. fascinates me. Norman Mailer, is that possible?
1: Yes. Well done. All right. Okay. Norman Mailer was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. No, he was no. not. He <laughs> won the Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize. And, and, and Mailer is a... Yes.
0: If I forgot for Executioner's Song, maybe. Is that it? Uh, maybe I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, that could be, but I'm I'm not. Sh- I don't think so. Not for not as a novel as okay. But maybe.
0: Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Let's go to a oh, call. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was
6: just going to say that uh, technically. Oh wait, you did specify best picture because Olympia yep. uh, Dukakis is a supporting <laughs> actor winner. Right. No. And capital. Okay, no. don't mind me.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds ever Matter.
7: Oh, is that me? It is you. Oh, great! This is Robert in Berkeley. Hi,
0: Robert. Hi.
7: I have a paragraph I'm going to read, and it won't take too long. But you can interrupt at any point. I just want you to want you to uh, tell me what is distinctive about this paragraph. It's uh, almost as bad as uh, the ones that start on uh, dark a dark and stormy night. Mike and Charlie arranged a golf game with their Papa Oscar when they all okay. happened to be in
1: Quebec. Yeah. Yep. These are Boer
6: Litton contest winners. Oh no,
1: no th- what, what's they- interesting what's interesting about this paragraph is that it's full of um of NATO alphabet words.
8: Excellent. Uh, Two lines. Good job. Good job.
1: <laughs>
3: you got me. Okay, great great show. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.
0: Uh all right. Let me give you a question very it's a short question. Who was the last president who did not have a middle initial or a middle name? Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. so you can't use Harry Truman, although he didn't really have a middle name. Right. No, it's Jefferson. Uh, Dame was asking me if it was Clinton, but no, it's Jefferson Clinton. Uh, who was the last U.S. president who did not have a middle initial or a middle name? Hmm. And it is uh, in the 20th century. I'll give you that.
1: Oh. Hmm. Well. No, no, no. Uh Herbert Hoover.
0: Herbert Clark Hoover. No. Oh, you're
1: right. Of course. Yep.
0: Right.
6: What about Jimmy Carter? I don't actually know his James name. Jimmy Earl, Earl Carter. Carter. Earl. Okay. Right.
0: His name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> all
6: right. Think about it. All
0: right. I definitely. Nope. Think about that. Nope. Not William William Howard Taft either. And and, and
6: we're not counting like all of like uh, Gerald Ford's billion renames, right? I'm sorry. Say that again, Karen. We're not counting any of Gerald Ford's rename because like Gerald Ford no, wasn't it's even Gerald, born Gerald Rudolph Ford, Ford. So
0: no. But nope. he wasn't
6: even born. Was he born to Gerald? I thought it no, was, was born, born different...
0: Leslie King. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. nope. It's and that's uh, Damien. It's Warren Gamaliel Harding. So, uh, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds of Matter.
5: Hi, Ed, How are you? Good. I'm going to be very quick. All right. Astronomy. Uh, you know, uh, I would say Friday, April 2029, 20, which bit less than a year, a uh, year from now. Maybe be really, really, really bad day for Earth. What do you think will happen today? May happen, I'm sorry, may happen. Small, tiny chance, but may happen.
0: Uh, something is going to collide with us?
5: Yeah, an asteroid called Apophis, which is after the ancient Egyptian god of horror, fear, and destruction. It's very scary. That chance it won't. But if it doesn't, then to come back again, that year 2036 was a tiny bit bigger chance and also a Friday at thirteen. And if it misses then it's going to come back again in the year twenty sixty nine with tiny tiny chance. Well the problem is NASA kind of excluded that it will hit but because of the sun radiation there's some effect that would can't really predict this kind of deadly asteroid. The thing is over a mile at least a mile big so it definitely will cause probably massive uh, destruction, maybe even extension of extension of the whole thing, low Earth, and that brings to another which planet in our solar system, the day on it is longer than the year, and it's so hot, lead melts on the surface, and the pressure on it is hundred times as much. So if you put a human there, it can die in many ways. One of it, you can just you can collapse to a flat sheet just by the pressure, burn to death by seven hundred degrees, and um, it's horrible, horrible, horrible. And that may happen to Earth when you have a huge asteroid like that hit it. It could. So, what, which planet it is it? And also, the day there is longer than the year, which, of course, is in evidence. It also rotates backwards. So, the sun rises in the west and sits in the east. Which planet is it?
1: I say Venus. It is Venus.
0: It is Venus.
5: Very, really scary. Very one last question very quickly Which two years' president traveled to Egypt? Met with King Farouk, King Farouk in the 40s, soliciting money to help European nations. I'll leave that to the audience. That had, you know, thank you. Always a good show. Thank all you right. very much. Thank you. bye, you bye.
4: And next call. Hi, Ron. Minds Ever Matter. Hi. It's Thomas in Berkeley. Hi, Thomas. <clears throat> I thought I'd try for these uh, pure surprise writers, but mm-hmm. I don't really know their names. But I thought I'd go by just the common word, like... Sure rice brown or hunter
1: all good guesses but none of them right i'm afraid
4: okay but basically i called about um asking a question because of the oscars last week there are five actors actresses that have had a long career of winning you know like um somebody might have won something in the 30s and yet in the 80s. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about, five actors, and they're all best actors except one ends up with a supporting.
0: Well, now when you say actors, you're taking in actors and actresses? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Generic. All right. Uh, Well, the – the one that jumps out at me very quickly is Helen Hayes, who won in 1931 and then 1970, I don't remember what, 69 70. or 70, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. For airport. what airport, right? Airport, yeah. And then The Sin of Madeleine Claudet in three.
1: I was just, so that's for sure one. And I was just running across this the other day and realizing that Meryl Streep had won her Oscar in like 82 or, so, sorry, 70. Mm, sometime in the seventies for, for
4: deer, runner, or, right? Or was that yeah, a... she's number three. Yeah.
6: Well, what about Hepburn? I mean, she won four. There must be a range there.
4: Yeah, she's on there for thirty-eight years. Right. right. So and there's two more. One. One's yeah. a man. What about Spencer
6: Tracy. Then uh, he's only ten years. in he.
4: No, he won Is both of his basically together. No, it was
6: back to back. That's right. right. And then
4: I'm cluing you in about the person that won this year.
6: Oh. Oh. oh, Hopkins. Oh, yeah, yeah right.
4: 29 years. Oh, oh Between nice. the Silence of the Lambs and... and uh... Yeah, and then there's one more actress.
6: What about Frances McDormand? I mean, she won her first one for Fargo, Fargo. which was kind of a while ago.
4: Right, but yeah. so it, it's... Um, I just enough. picked the five that went the longest. Sure. Yeah. So there's one yeah. more that's the longest, and she starts in the 40s.
1: Is she the very longest? Is she number one? No, we no. said Helen Hepburn's Hayes was the longest.
4: No, uh, Helen Hayes is the longest. Helen Hayes is yeah, the longest, right. surely.
1: So we got Hayes, Strep, Streep, Hepburn, and Hopkins. And Is so this also, it, is also with an H?
4: No. Okay. She starts in... Um, in the 40s. 40... 40? 40, I think 44 to 74. Wow. Um... Wait a minute. Forty-four to seventy-four. Uh, was this
6: the supporting?
4: Uh, no, the supporting was in 70 74 or seventy-three. Streep,
1: Streep was Streep's first was for set was for
0: supporting. Supporting, okay. Um, um. Oh gosh, I certainly should know this, but we should um, know this. Come yeah. On. Um. But I can't. Don't
4: know. To it's not
0: it's not speaking. She was it.
4: supported by Charles Boyer. Oh, Ingrid
1: Bergman. Oh, Of course. <laughs> of course. My of course. Yeah. She, she wins for um, Murder on the Orient Express.
4: Right. Yeah, that was uh, 74, 73. Yeah. I can't remember. The.
1: Gaslight is the
4: earlier But, one. One. but anyway, you got yeah. all five. All
1: right. Well, no, she wins for Anastasia,
0: doesn't she? No, she. she That's her second did win. one. Yes, she did. But oh, the first oh, oh, one was, was right. for Gaslight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, you, you got them all. All right. Thank you, Thomas. Bye. Bye bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Ta-da. Hi, you're on. Oh, it's not. Hello, is it us? It is you. Yep.
10: Yes. Oh, we have two for the state. Uh, I mean, the state thing. Oklahoma?
1: No, good movie, but didn't get nominated. Oh,
0: that's a good guess.
10: Yeah. What about Mississippi Burning? That is nice. correct. Oh, well very done. good. Yep, yep. Hey, we got Yay! it. We love your show. We listen to every, every weekend. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. thanks.
0: Appreciate it. All right, bye. Bye bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over
10: Matter. Oh, hi. Is this me? Yes. All right. Um, this is Colin in Oakland, and I have a, a hopefully a fairly quick, quick question that's um, a little bit more of a riddle kind of question than than straight trivia. But hopefully, you guys will have some fun with it. I'll just go ahead and see what you guys think. Um, so, I was thinking, there's a uh, there's a place in the Bay Area where you can technically be traveling. North and east and west at the same time, or you could be traveling south and west and east at the same mm. time. Any ideas what I might be referring to?
1: The Winchester Mystery House. <laughs> yeah,
10: right.
0: This is
8: the mystery spot. Is it? Spot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No.
0: Um. And you're stationary and when you're doing this. In other words, you're no, you stand- no.
10: You, you are you are moving.
0: You are moving. Okay.
10: Yeah.
6: And is this you're actually traveling in these directions or is this like a like a wacky apple maps situation?
10: Well, so um so I'll let you know that you would actually be technically as far as directionally you'd be traveling north or south, uh-huh. but then the east and the west um factors in as well.
6: Oh, are these street names?
10: Um not quite, but you're on the right track.
6: Hi, so highway maybe highway names yes. or designations?
10: Exactly, like if you're on yeah. 80? Yeah. Uh, okay. There. So
6: is it like 80 over, like over in uh, like the Berkeley area, like where That's does exactly that split? Right.
10: Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Exactly. Good so if you're traveling north on the freeway, you're you're also going what it would be 80 east and 580 west, and then of course the other way if you're traveling yeah. south, you're going 80 west and 580 east. Awesome. Had nice. it been you guys, thank you, you. Wouldn't have trouble with that. Nice Thanks, right. Thanks a lot. Love the show. All right. Thank take you.
0: Bye bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, it's Tom in Mojave. Hi Tom.
8: Um hi uh how about so the capital country is Brazzaville Congo?
0: Uh, no. Brazzaville Congo. Why not? Because it's
1: because Congo is not the name of the country, it's the Republic of Democratic, Congo or the Democratic right. Republic know, of Congo, whichever one is Brazzaville. Yeah, I can right,
8: right, remember. Right. Uh okay. Well, I mean you could say that. You know, Japan is probably not the official name of the Right, but well. because
1: there's two Congo countries, they do have to use the, the, the name I got you. To, to distinguish. Okay. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Josh. Okay, okay. is
8: the state capital, in. is that uh, Nashville? Is yes. The yes. Oh, well yeah,
1: very good. Nashville is right. Ah,
8: I got right. my bill. Okay, uh, and then some other guesses on the states. How about uh, Christmas in Connecticut?
0: No. no. We're almost out of time, mm. so just go, go Okay,
8: ahead. Kansas City confidential? No. <laughs> no. Mississippi Masala, yeah.
0: No.
8: Florida no. project, no. No, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's the only
0: last president with he no. He is the last president. Okay. It's, it's his
8: full name Tara, is Teddy Roosevelt Jr. Yes, Theodore Roosevelt. Was the uh, the Tay Bridge disaster? Was that a Jim Morrison poem possibly?
6: Uh, it may as well have been. Uh, so I, I guess you're probably a <laughs> Moshe Kasher fan too. Like growing up means admitting <laughs> the Doors were a terrible band, but it was oh, not yeah. Jim Morrison.
0: All right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. We
6: gotta go. All right. Thank you
0: and Kira. All right.
6: All right. Well, well, the novel called "List of the Lost" that was by Josh's favorite Morrissey. Uh, (laughs) Won won the Bad Sex and Fiction Award. Mm. And I think that one did. One of us did. Anyway, the poem called uh, "The Tay Bridge Disaster" was William McGonigal. Uh, Mm. That is worth looking up. And Swahiliwood is the film industry of Tanzania.
0: Mm. All right. And Josh.
1: All right. Movies. The one you should have gotten was Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is very recent. And the one I was counting on Dana to get from 1928 is a movie called In Old Arizona. Um, Pulitzer Prize winning authors that we missed were Robert Olin Butler, Adam Johnson and Harper Lee. Oh, and Thornton Wilder. Oh,
0: Butler should have. I should remember that. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, let's see. So the last president who did not have a middle name, a middle initial or middle name, that was Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, the, um, the president in which you can create a word using the first letter from their first, middle, and last name in order. Uh, that's Hiram Ulysses Grant, and that is Oh, good.
5: Okay.
0: So, and let's see. The countries in whose capital share no letters with the uh, country's names, the ones we have left are Suva Fiji and Vaduz Liechtenstein. So, if we did not get nice. to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here every Sunday at 7 p.m. My thanks to Kira Pace, technical editor, Joshua Cosman from the San Francisco Chronicle. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. My thanks to Damian D. Minor for handling the board and phones, and above all, our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call. And have a great week, everybody, and we hope you will join us next Sunday at 7. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks.